Hello, welcome to another episode of the Just Some Magic podcast. I am your host, Morgan, and here on Just Some Magic, we like to share people's most magical moments in and out of the theme parks. So whether you're counting down your days till your next vacation or you're on your way to work wishing you'd be going to a more magical place, this is the podcast for you. On today's episode is a little bit different. So I recorded this with a friend of mine. We went at it as a normal interview talking about our experience doing the annual pass holder preview of VelociCoaster. And now it being a month later, I actually had multiple magical moments on VelociCoaster. So the second half of the interview is me sharing those. Also, we have four listener stories about their time at VelociCoaster. So I can't wait to share those with you. But let's not take any more time at on with the show. Today, I have a very special guest. We got to experience something incredible today. Today, we have my dear friend, Raquel. Hi, Raquel. Hi. Hi, everyone. We had a great day today. A lot of fun. How hot was it today, though? It was a whopping 91 degrees. And we were melting. Yep. And we spent majority of the day outside. So we might sound a little cuckoo. Our throats might be a little sore. So please bear with us. Would you want to tell them what we got to do today? So today we got to do the annual pass holder preview for the new VelociCoaster roller coaster at Islands of Adventure, Universal Orlando. So I want to say it was maybe two weeks ago that they opened signups for this event. I want to say it was like four or five days long. Yeah. Um, we signed up right away and were able to get a time for it. And let me just say... I was not paying attention to my emails. I don't really ever check my emails. And thank goodness you texted me and were like, hey, go sign up for this. Here's the link. Because we're both annual pass holders as well. Thank goodness. And she told me the time. And I was like, okay, beep, bop, boop. And we got the same time. No fuss, no anything. And... Oh, if, if you didn't, I probably would have completely missed it, honestly. Yeah, I mean, thank you to Twitter for <laughs> alerting me to this event. Yeah, I actually didn't activate my annual pass until today, so I wasn't getting those emails, and the lovely peoples of Twitter alerted me to this event. So we signed up right away. We were anticipating this day for a while since he signed yes. up it was it was awesome it was so cool and we will get into all of that but I just want to talk a little bit of Raquel and I about our friendship so we are world travelers together I have only <laughs> been out of the country with this girl and I mean it's only once but we have bigger plans to go other places yep. but we've been to Japan we've been to California together and now Orlando and we just have a great time. We were travel Absolutely. buddies. Absolutely. Yep. Through the best of times and the, the hangriest worst. of times. <laughs> the hangriest. <laughs> yep. That's that's an accurate description. The hangriest of times. <laughs> if you really want to bond with somebody, go across the world and travel and not eat. You'll really get to know someone really well. 
<laughs> and we survived it. We're still friends. So yep. obviously it was a success. How would you describe our friendship? We're very different. We're very different, but also very similar mm-hmm. in many ways. I think the way that we travel is very similar yes. and the way that we kind of attack theme parks yes. is very similar. Like our plan for the day and our priorities for the day when we go to a theme park or just like traveling in general yeah. is very similar. Um, so I think that's why we get along so well. Theme park soulmates, even international theme park soulmates. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag making it a thing. <laughs> theme park soulmates. <laughs> we have a great time. And we have, like the same food, hence why we were starving in Japan, because a lot of it was seafood or had type of shrimp or something in it. And we were literally dying and we beg we were almost crying at outback steakhouse in japan yeah fun fact we ended up at outback steakhouse uh three out of the five nights that we were in japan you can't survive off of flavored popcorn so sad to say yeah so next time we will be much more prepared i think since that trip we've definitely expanded our palates so it won't be as treacherous as the last time but um yeah, Outback Steakhouse for the win. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm going to ask you some fun questions to get to know you better. Why do you like Universal? So Universal has a lot. I have a lot of fond memories there of just childhood. Uh, I was actually telling Morgan earlier today when we were there, I recently went down the YouTube rabbit hole of old ride videos and videos of Nickelodeon Studios when it was at universal orlando and i just think it's super cool that universal orlando was a working studio and they actually still are they still film a couple of things there but back in the day that's like where everything was mm-hmm. so you know they film like keenan and kel there and all that and i know that that's a thing of the past so i was telling morgan that some kids are like huh yeah gen x or gen z people are like what is that <laughs> Yeah. It was the great days of the 90s. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And now all the retro stuff is coming back. So um, like all the E.T. and like Jaws and Back to the Future merchandise is becoming like super popular. And a lot of kids now never got yeah. to experience that. Luckily, E.T. is still around, Woo! which is one of my favorite rides ever. It still stands the test of time. Yeah. I'm so happy it still exists. And we found out today it's 30 years old and it's still pretty good. Now it's not as high tech as Hagrid's or other rides there but it's so charming and cute and for being 30 years old it's aged very well yeah absolutely so yeah I just think I have really great memories at Universal growing up I mean there was a long period of time where I didn't go to Universal so going back and seeing all the changes was really cool but also being able to ride something like E.T. was really amazing so do you have a Universal character or something that Universal owns that you relate to the most I'm not really sure Sure. I, I guess, you know, you were asking me earlier today, like, what's your favorite? I really can't pinpoint like a favorite. I have favorites, plural. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I love E.T. I love SpongeBob. <laughs> I love Shrek. There's just so many fun characters. The Minions. Yes. They're a lot of fun. And we surprisingly saw Dora the Explorer today in Boots and Diego. I'd never seen them. Yes, I had never seen Dora the Explorer. I also had never seen Betty Boop in, oh, yeah, we saw Betty Boop. in the comic strip area. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. I, her I just, voice was spot on, too. <laughs> actually, I think I lied. I think I know who my favorite is. <gasps> okay. Uh, the Grinch. Ah! <laughs> Yes. I lost my mind at Grinchmas. Yes. And I 
Oh my God. So um, last December, I went to Universal Studios on my own. It was a solo trip and they had just started Grinchmas that day. And I didn't realize that you needed to sign up in advance for it because of COVID restrictions. They were limiting the amount of people in the area. I was so sad. I went up to the team member. I was like, I had no idea that you needed to sign up in advance. All the slots for that day were full. Like I'm by myself. Yeah. So Christmas miracle. Really, really. So, you know, the guy was like, oh, just wait here. There's a chance people, someone might not show up for their reservation. And I was able to get in and meet the Grinch. And it was, it was just so cool. Grinchmas, like that area around Christmas time is just so awesome. It's really fun. The decorations, the citizens of Whoville. Yes, they're all cheery. And the Grinch is just complete contrast and opposite of everybody. And he's just so animated and funny. Like, I love all of the movements he does. And then just the makeup. And yes, like how they get all done. It looks spot on. It's great. Since we're talking about Universal, what is your Hogwarts house? So my Hogwarts house is Hufflepuff. Are you a proud Hufflepuff? Do you identify or do you think they, the sorting hat did you dirty? <laughs> um, I don't think the sorting hat did me dirty. I'll be honest. I'm not like super well versed with like Harry Potter stuff, mm-hmm. but I have done like the quizzes many times and I always get Hufflepuff. So I think that's like the accurate, you know. Like this house is for I me yeah yeah um but i don't know too much about it i just know that i am a hufflepuff <laughs> so i need to do a little bit more research i'll tell you all about hufflepuffs <laughs> because my mom who went with us today is also a hufflepuff and i had to train her even though i am not a hufflepuff i am surrounded by hufflepuffs before in my life i was surrounded by slytherins <laughs> now i'm down to one slytherin and then i'm surrounded by hufflepuffs but hufflepuffs are i will say i think they are the best house just because they do things out of the goodness of their heart not for glory like Gryffindors power like Slytherins or for recognition like Ravenclaws they are literally just doing it for the good of their heart so I think they're the best house so really sweet didn't know that huh (laughs) I didn't know that but I you know I think that makes it even more of an accurate representation as being your friend for a couple years yes I, I completely stand by I think you're a Hufflepuff for sure what is your favorite show or parade to see? Because you have a background in dance. You are awesome. So I have a really soft spot for the street sweep performers in Universal Hollywood. Can you give I, us some examples for those who haven't been to Universal? So. Yeah. So basically on the lower lot, they have street sweepers. Uh, they come off looking as custodial team members. But then they like bust out into like all these cool dance moves and it becomes like just a big like party with people joining them. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that they've resumed that just yet because I know Universal um, Hollywood just opened. But, you know, pre-COVID times, it was just like a big party and it was fantastic. And I I had friends that also did that role. Oh, cool. So it was just super cool to be able to like vibe out with my friends in the middle of a theme park yes. and that was their job. So it, yeah, I love them so much. It was such a surprise and delight. Like it was a little magical moment because you're just thinking, oh, this person's just pushing this big old trash can thing, you know, and then next, you know, it's boom box. And then it's like a whole thing, like essentially like a flash, flash mob, mob that's dancing. Yeah. 
yeah well another another dance show that i really enjoyed it wasn't at universal for very long it was in universal hollywood in california mm. it was similar to the construction like guys that are oh, in orlando yeah. yeah it was similar to that but they were actually tap dancers so it was like the same like construction like theme but they also tap danced and it was just like the coolest thing because yeah. i love tap dancing and so i had i had actually auditioned i made it pretty far didn't get it but it's totally fine because the people that did get it like deserved it a thousand percent it was just so cool literally to have tap dancers in a park and i had never seen something like that before mm -hmm. usually it's just like the dapper dance doing like you know really nice dancing but this was like really like grungy Ooh. in like yeah it was like a hip-hop like tap vibe and it was so cool i like it it like makes tap dancing really really cool it's like oh it's not all just this that that like I've, yeah. I've, i don't have a background i mean in i dance, love obviously yeah, but yeah. i don't want to speak on it but yeah it just i love the old school tap stuff too but this was just very modern and it was awesome and i think it was around for maybe two or three years yeah. it wasn't around for that long but it was great you've lived in both california and florida you grew up in miami which Universal Park do you like better? You know, I like them both for different reasons. Okay. Obviously, Universal Orlando is a lot bigger. There's two parks. There's a lot more to do. However, I do think there is a charm to Universal Hollywood mm -hmm. uh, because it is still a working studio lot. Yes. And you have the studio tour, which if you haven't been, it's just like a tram that takes you through the back lot of Universal um, Studios Hollywood. And because they're filming, you never know... Like, like what you'll run into yeah. that day like every like you could go on it every single day of the week and see something different because they might be filming something like a tv show on one day yeah. and then filming like like a game show on the other mm -hmm. or like a, I, I think one time they were filming like american ninja warrior yeah, or something on their streets yeah and stuff like that and so, i've seen it speaking of dance they were filming what's that dance show with j-lo and neo and Derek world Huff? of dance world of mm -hmm. dance i saw the dancers that were auditioning they were doing it there and they passed by our tram oh my god as they, that's they were so coming cool. from lunch and i was like oh i recognize you because it was like season two prep and i loved season one and i was like oh my gosh i recognize you oh i recognize you like I'm like oh that's so cool and everybody's like who are they and i'm like that was amazing <laughs> so it's such a unique thing that definitely one-ups florida in that department so. yeah but as far as rides go definitely universal orlando they have it in the bag for that if you could combine universals to make the perfect universal what key things would you want to take definitely the studio tour mm -hmm. definitely et both sides of the wizarding world diagon alley and, and hogsmeade yeah yes because uh, hollywood for those that don't know it only has hogsmeade it doesn't have diagon alley or the hogwarts express oh yeah and the hogwarts yeah. express okay Okay. Two parks. You know, I never saw the parade that was at Universal Orlando pre-COVID. I know they had like, I think it was like Hollywood stars or some, some, mm -hmm. something like that. But I did see videos of it and it looked super cute. I thought it was like a good mixture of different characters. So I would love to see something like that. The Mardi Gras parade is also so much fun. Yes, we saw that together for the first yeah. time and it was amazing. We were like, throw us the beads. We had a ton by the end of it. Yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what else. The mummies really good i like the mummy better in florida than california it makes a little bit more sense and there's a special effect that happens that doesn't happen in hollywood we won't spoil it for you but it, there's yeah. just a little extra something yeah and if there is something i could bring back 
Well, actually, two things. It would be bringing back some element of Nickelodeon. Yes. That isn't just like a store because right now there's just the SpongeBob store. <laughs> but I would bring back some element of Nickelodeon and I would bring back Back to the Future. Oh, okay. Not the Simpsons because it was the in Simpsons. the same building. But all right, here's my last one. What's your favorite way to consume butterbeer? There is frozen, hot, chilled, and ice cream. You know, <laughs> this you know. Is, this, <laughs> so this is a difficult question. Well, I think I have to go with hot butter beer uh, because it feels like a coffee, like coffee, like mm-hmm. like something you would get like at Starbucks or something. But on a day like today, that it was <gasps> scorching hot, there is no other option than the frozen butter <laughs> yes. beer. Yeah, but I think overall my favorite is um, the hot, but mm-hmm. the hot butter beer um, in the right conditions. In the right conditions, yes. <laughs> Not ninety-five. <laughs> it's like, oh, let's have a hot butter beer and completely melt ourselves from the inside out. Perfect. So thank you so much for answering those questions. We will ask more of y'all's questions you guys have about VelociCoaster at the very end. So stay tuned. But right now we'll get into our magical moment and our day today of going on VelociCoaster. So we activated my annual pass today. And to my surprise, I had bought this annual pass back in December. There was a promotion going on. It was my Christmas gift to myself. And I was under the assumption that I had one year from the date that I purchased it. Mm -hmm. So I thought, okay, December, I have until December Mm -hmm. to use it. But, and we're recording this in May. And so that's like a couple months where you haven't been able to use it because you've been in California and stuff. Right. So to my surprise, that was not the case. And the activation date, it actually starts the the one year period starts today. So, (laughs) so my annual pass is good until May 5th of next year. Yes. And that is fantastic. And that is a great way to start the day. Like, yeah. getting completely surprised by that. So we're already in a good mood. We're already cruising around. Of course, we naturally started at Islands of Adventure because it's right there. So we just kind of walked around. I had pasta, of course. Oh, that, we that's... ate at the uh, Cafe Four. Yeah, your listeners might not know that pasta is like my thing. If yeah. you follow me on Instagram, then you know, like pasta, mac and cheese, like that's just like my go-to all the time. Mm-hmm. So I had what did I have? I had some chicken Alfredo today and I'm glad that we ate before we went on this ride. Oh my goodness. Yeah. We were done eating. We were like, oh, we can go ride Hagrid's now, but we're like, oh, it's cutting close to our reservation time. Let's just not miss it, obviously, because this is the one thing we haven't do. Because I was talking to Raquel earlier. It's very rare that there's something completely new that we haven't done because we both are huge theme park people. So we made our way towards the VelociCoaster and our reservation time was for 1 p.m. It was a little past that. I want to say it was like 1.20. Yeah. So we saw this line and we thought that, you know, we had to wait in that line. But it turns out that we really didn't need to. Mm-hmm. So that line was for the 1.30. It's in 30-minute increments, mm-hmm. the reservations, because we almost got caught in that line, like yeah. waiting they might have not let us like I bet they would have because they're nice over there but like there is that small chance of them being like nope 
And also we mentioned how hot it was today. We were in the sun for a good 10 minutes before a cast member was like, oh, if you're the one to one thirty, you don't need to be in this line. Just go up ahead. If you're one thirty to two, you're in the right spot. And we're like, oh, snap. Skirt. <laughs> yeah. So we hurriedly made our way to the front and they checked our reservation um, email. They also checked our annual pass, like our little card. Yeah. And then we we made our way. We made our way. And you really can't see the entrance until you turn that corner. Mm-hmm. So so if you're just like walking through mm-hmm. the park, you can't see mm-hmm. the entrance of the ride. Unless you're like on the edge of the. Well, yeah. The entrance of the ride is definitely. But you can't really even see the coaster unless you're on the edge of the lagoon or you're in those specific spots where you can see the coasters and it looks like there's a cage and everything. It's so cool. Like, oh, it was great. But we, we go in and we see the two velociraptors like statues like leading us in as like it's little arch gates and stuff. And we see the coaster to the left and then the entrance is on the right. And it was just so like cool. It was all technology and it was kind of like bluish gray vibes and cool lighting. And so the entrance was amazing. Yeah, the entrance was really great. Um, and what was nice about the previews, uh, you know, they were staggering the amount of people that they let in. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of time to kind of like roam that entrance area Take some cool photos and videos with minimum people there because we caught it at the right time where there wasn't a million people in front of the gate too yeah so that also helped us make our way in through the queue the queue was <laughs> really crazy i mean i and just in terms of like animatronics and everything it was really cool during the day i'm interested to see how it is at night because mm-hmm. there it's- definitely were a lot of light elements yeah, in that first, I, I don't even want to say room because there's no doors to get in, but the first little archway where it's enclosed, there's some really cool lighting. It almost kind of gave like World of Color vibes, essentially, with, you know, the lights were mimicking the music. And then, you know, there was like these really cool four Velociraptor, I want to keep saying Velocicoaster, but Velociraptor statues with like the coaster right behind it. It was really cool. And there's this like little DNA guy, pretty sure from like the original mm-hmm. Jurassic Park movies, right? Yeah. And he had a very game showy voice, which was a different vibe than, you know, dun, 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 like, yeah, very ominous music. <laughs> He's like, hello, make sure that you have all the loose belongings otherwise. But he had a very game showy voice. <laughs> Our brains are mush. We were frying today in 95 degree weather. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But yeah, so we go into that first room and that was cool. We did a lot of like weaving back and forth. We got to like enjoy it and stuff. I'm nervous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were definitely at this point like getting nervous. And then. From that room, there's like this little like loop back and this music was just really dark and like ominous and like like slasher horror movie music. Like, sorry, that was probably a horrible noise to hear. But like, yeah, it was it was really intense. Like, What's happening? What's happening? Like something going to jump out at us because we knew that there was cool things later in the queue. We just didn't know when. And then we go in this next section and there's like five or six windows and you keep, there's nothing really pretty to look out of it. But if you're there long enough, something really cool happens. In this room, I want to say like one side of the room, there's these like six like sections and there's like a window in between each, mm-hmm. each section, I want to say. It's like a window, but it's not. It's like a screen yeah. also. And so what happens is that when the lights are turning red, something is coming and you see the coaster go by. Zoom by. Yeah. Like not even just like little, it's like pew. Yeah, you see the coaster zoom by, but then you also see in these little windows the velociraptors chasing the the vehicle, yes. the roller coaster vehicle. 
oh and this is like it, it changes every time it's not the same yeah. like it's not the same screen or movie that plays mm. each time the coaster goes by they like stop too like they're the first time we saw the coaster go by three velociraptors like trampled over each other to chase it and then they all go off screen you can't see them anymore and then one just kind of hangs out kind of looks at the window makes some noises and growls and like is very intimidating because it's very loud like it literally sounds like he's right there and then he like scurries skedaddles along and it was oh it was so cool we we're like wait we we, we just kind of wanted to hang out there for a while yeah um like Raquel said because the groups were in like 30 minute intervals and everybody kind of goes beginning of that 30 minute time frame we kind of were able to take our time and not feel rushed and Raquel and I back to theme park soulmates we both knew we were like we want to take this all in and if we need to let people like go ahead of us because we want to see this cool cue effect again we will everything was kind of like building up yes in this queue and then the next room was really something else so yes. oh, this is where we all started to like almost cry like, i i i didn't i mean i didn't know at first i was kind of like ducking i was like oh my god i'm so scared i'm so scared and because the room was very dark it mm. was so dark you hear these noises and you don't can't see quite what it is till you hit the corner like, right <laughs> And so basically they have these like these huge animatronic heads of the velociraptors, but they're like chained like like, you know, it's like they have like a muzzle on. So they're in their cage and like just their head can stick out and it's secured in like Raquel said a muzzle. So they're blinking. They're growling. Their noses are snorting. Flaring. Yeah. And their eyes will blink and everything and then they'll get mad and then they'll rattle the whole system in the whole cage and oh my gosh it looks so good that it's scary but the they, best yeah <laughs> i mean yeah it was really scary but also super impressive mm-hmm. like I, once i got over like the initial like fear of it <laughs> i you know really wanted to get close and look at every detail because it was really incredible what they did yeah. with these animatronics and jumping out of that queue just for a second their velociraptor that they have as a meet and greet character that's puppeteered those already look so good you as a guest i'm very satisfied with that right but this animatronic was even just a whole new level now the velociraptor that you can meet is still f- amazing like it's not totally contrasting but just the inside of it was so cool so there's four cages and only two of them their heads are in there so that you can see and it's just oh yeah it was so cool that was just like such a cool part it was yeah amazing. it was a moment it was i think that was my favorite part of the queue mm-hmm. someone who really loves dinosaurs based off of disney's dinosaur ride and just jurassic park and jurassic world and all these things like i just wanted to live in this room like i was so happy <laughs> with the velociraptor heads <laughs> just blinking and interacting like it sounds weird but i really just loved it but yeah then we go to the next room. Then we go to the next room, which was like so completely opposite. It was like all the lights were on all of yeah. a sudden. And, and everybody's moving and grooving. It yeah. was a little chaotic, but like. At that point is where you get to the lockers. Mm-hmm. If you want to do a child swap or, um, you know, have a family member sit out, that's where the family room would be. And that's what we did because my mom, we wanted her to see the queue, but she, one, wasn't an AP. And then two, she she's not going to go upside down on this ride. No, 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 no. So she waited for us in there and that was perfect. And 
I really want to talk about this for a minute. I loved the lockers were during like towards the end of the attraction. Yes. Like before you get on the ride or it's not right before you get on the ride, but it's not. You have to go out and then do the whole thing and then da 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 da. Like it's still in the ride facility, I'll say. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So... So at that point, you know, phones are away. We we gave everything to Morgan's mom while we got on this ride. Yes. Oh, and they make you go through a metal detector yes. just like Hulk. So don't try to be sneaky. Like even with our Apple watches, those set them off. So just enjoy it. But yeah, we go up these stairs and we hear this music <laughs> and we're cheesing like little fangirls and all the cast members or the team members are like these girls and i'm just like i don't care i'm so excited dinosaurs yeah (laughs) and the next room i don't want to give too much away we were kind of told ahead of time by a team member to pay attention to the video that comes on before the final room before you board it's really important to watch that movie that's playing Mm -hmm. that little film that's playing and it's quite a long video too it's not your typical pre-show video or I will. I definitely. You need to watch the whole thing to understand the complete story, right? And stuff, and it's quite long. And yeah, definitely. it's long, but it's really fun. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it has the the actors from the actors and actresses from the Jurassic World movie. So I would yeah. always recommend if you could watching it before. Like we were on him, like. I've seen it. Raquel hasn't. Yeah, I was like, who are these people? I mean, I knew that I knew like the actual like actors in real life, but yeah. I didn't know that they were in this. Movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a really cool video. The story was amazing. Again, we won't spoil that for you, but it was awesome. I loved it, and I loved how long it was, and it wasn't all. Please remain in the vehicle. Here's your safety things. Like it was an actual story. So, really enjoyed that. Then once we get through all that maze of it, well, we hear people clapping. Yeah, we hear people clapping. That's after a universal each. go-to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we hear people clapping like every two minutes. So mm-hmm. we're just like, oh my god, like this is happening, and I was freaking out. I was like, I'm gonna pee my pants. Like this is like, <laughs> I'm like, you have to go to the bathroom. Like we can ask somebody, but if you're gonna chicken out, like I'm still gonna go on it. Like <laughs> yeah. But I knew Raquel wasn't going to chicken out. I knew yeah, she it was just I was just really, really excited. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about it like as we're like waiting to see where they're going to put us and which row we're going to put us because it's like maybe a 12 car train. Like it's quite a long train of for the roller coaster. We were thinking we probably don't want the front. But we definitely don't want the back. And so they luck would have us. We got row three. And I was like, that was the perfect spot. I think I loved it because we got to see a lot. There wasn't like crazy amounts of train in front of us, but we still got to enjoy it. And so, yeah, we noticed that there actually was a separate line for the front row. If you wanted to be in the front row, you know, there was a little warning that said, you know, it might take longer, but there were quite a number of people like waiting for that first, like first row. And I like that they already prepped to have that line specifically longer for that row so you're yeah. not oh please just stand off to the side and you're just kind of in the way and then a lot of people want to ride it and it just gets backed up and congested and you're like who's riding with who they are improving coasters as a whole for sure just even just how it was maneuvered with the lockers and the first row ride so we go on the ride we buckle in you want to talk about that or do you want me to talk about that <laughs> This was the scariest part, I will say. Yeah, so definitely check out the ride vehicle seat outside of the whole queue. The ride does go upside down, but there are no over-the-head like shoulder restraints. 
It's basically just a lap bar, like a glorified lap bar. Mm-hmm. It's not protecting your shoulders. Yeah. It's not going over your chest. It's not going over your stomach. It's going literally over your legs and hips. Right. So once you got in, we knew the restraints were this way. Once you got in and sat down, how did you feel in it? Um, I felt like I needed to push it down as far as I could. Oh, same here. Like, same the, here. like I, my feet were like dangly. Like they were dangling and um, a little shorter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like five, <laughs> five, three, four. Five, okay. I was going to yeah. be an extra inch. Yeah. So my feet were like hanging. Um, and I obviously, I was also really nervous. So I was like, I need this to be the tightest that it can be. Mm-hmm. Um, and the team members actually came down and like really pushed it down. Yeah. And I was thankful for, for that. For everybody. So it wasn't yeah. just like Raquel or Raquel because she was smaller. It was literally everybody. Because I felt the same way. I was like, I want this to be secure. I don't want to slide out of it. Not that I was worried I was going to slide out of it. But I just like, again, want to be in this thing. And yeah. So, <laughs> so we leave we, the, the we station. Leave the station, that's the word. <laughs> We hit the corner and it's a nice little rolling thing. And then you're in this room and I do want to talk about this. So I feel like we'll give a warning now. There are some spoilers, but not too many. Yeah. So if you'd like to skip ahead, please do now. Here's your time. So we roll into this secondary building where all the Raptors are. And I wasn't impressed with this part. I will say I wasn't impressed with the screens. Yeah. So this next part, you're it's not. It's not a room per se, but um, on the left and right sides, there are these screens where the velociraptors are. Essentially, it's supposed to be like their cages, so to yeah. speak. So you're like in between the four cages and they're trying to muscle out because they're already irritated. It's a whole thing that would that's a reference to the pre-show because, again, we're telling spoilers now. And I, I don't know if it was like the row that we were in, maybe like if our row wasn't in like an in-between section and more right, more directly in front of a screen, we might have been able to see it better. Yeah. I just couldn't really see like the pictures that well on the screen. Yeah. It was also, mind you, it was daytime and it was really like sunny outside. Yeah. Again, it's so, like 1.30, 2 o'clock. So it's peak sun time for sure. Yeah. So we're hopeful that if you go on at night that you might be able to see those images a little clearer i will say this and then i'll stop poo-pooing on (laughs) this part of the ride but i do think that this is where universal has their biggest flaw of relying way too heavily on screens would love to have had an animatronic right at this part like that would have made it so much better but there was screens and the overall thrill of it was very fun because you launch out of it. And yeah. Coaster starts. So it launches and then you go all through the Velociraptors cage containment area and you're poof, like spinning everywhere. You don't know which way is up. It's crazy. There were definitely some like highlights of just like the coaster track. Mm-hmm. I very much enjoyed like that one big like hill I forget what yes. like the actual like roller coaster terminology is for that. Yeah. But there was just one moment where like you're almost like completely what is it like 90 is it yeah, 90 degrees. Yeah, like you're just like straight up straight down. And it was just such a cool feeling. So I have lived here the last two and a half months. Yes, I literally <laughs> have been circling around this Velocicoaster ride to try to get any little peek or preview or anything because I was so excited about it. I'm still so excited about it. It was 
I thought I knew the track. I was saw all different angles from the across the lagoon, from the thing when they had a bridge open just randomly one day. Like I saw a lot and I thought I understood and knew where the track was. When you're on it, I don't know where I was. I don't know. And it wasn't just inversions or anything. I was like, I don't know where point I am. I have a very good sense of direction. I had no sense of direction on this ride. Yeah. And oh, we forgot to mention in the raptor enclosure part of it. We saw some raptors. Yes. But it did happen very quickly. Um, there was four there. And yeah. they are on either side of the track. So it's not like you need to be on one seat or the seat. Like you get a very close encounter with both. It was it was cool that they actually had them there instead of just imagining them chasing us. And that's why the coaster's going crazy. Like it was a genuine, here's a raptor. Yeah. That was cool. And then we hit the hill. That was your favorite part. Yeah, the track. I feel like there's a, a different dynamic in the, the track from the beginning like the first part and the second part. I feel like there's a distinct first part and second oh, part. thousand percent. So the first part is very entwined, sharp loops, twist turns. You don't know which way is up. And then once you hit that big hill, it's very long and smooth and you can kind of like get a better sense of what's going on around you because you're like, oh, okay. Because you kind of keep consistent. Yes, you're still going upside down and to the side and everything, but you get, you know your orientation of where you are <laughs> a yeah. little bit better. It's longer stretches, I guess I'll say. Yeah. And then towards the end, they get like barrel roll crazy. Yes. So there's these like upside down moments. And notice it was plural, not singular moments. Moments. Yeah. <laughs> and the moment that you guys have all been waiting for that I've been talking about. The, obviously, you're you're pretty much like on the water for this ride. Like yes. it's like on that lake that Universal has in the middle. You do this barrel roll right above the water, but it's like really low, like mm -hmm. low to the water. So you get the feeling like you're gonna dunk in the water, like <laughs> just your head. Yeah, it's gonna dunk in the water. It was insane. I mean, I I kind of like knew that it was at some point. Like I was trying to avoid spoilers. Like I didn't really watch even the queue or anything, and like I was trying to avoid hearing like specifics about the ride. I feel bad because I was sending you videos that I saw on Instagram. <laughs> I'm like, oh look at this! Look at this! Oh, it's so exciting. We're gonna do this Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think I wa I maybe watched like one. I was yeah. like, I'm okay, not watching okay. this. So okay, good, good, good. Yeah. So um, I had heard people throwing in like, oh, the thing with the water, the thing with the water. So I knew that something was gonna happen, but I didn't know when it was gonna happen or what it was gonna be. And it was just this like, I feel like that was like the crowning moment for me because me too. I. Me too had never experienced a roller coaster that did something like that i don't know it was just the like coolest thing coasters that do tease water it just pretends to go through the water but it doesn't actually you don't actually get wet it's usually like jets on the side to right. make it look like you splash but you're not actually this was you were barrel rolling above water yeah it was so cool yeah so um did you close your eyes for that part or did you open it? no i opened my eyes i only closed my eyes once <laughs> for like a brief moment yeah a very very brief moment yes. so again it was really hot I couldn't tell if I was like sweating or crying I didn't know what was happening so I closed my eyes for like a little bit but that barrel roll oh. yeah this is where Raquel and I are different I you were like nervous about it but excited like you weren't like scared of it where I'm like holding on with one hand and then reaching my other arm with the other <laughs> 
trying to touch the water. I didn't touch it, sadly. I don't even think I was close, but it looked like we were close. Yeah. So I was like, ride him, cowboy. Like, <laughs> yeah, when, when you're going that fast, you can't really yeah, you determine can't, how yeah. close you are. Yeah, but it feels super close. So, oh, it was so great. And then we get into the station you know because we were one of the first like groups to like experience this mm-hmm. um when we rolled back in everyone like started clapping and everyone was just like so happy and excited uh-huh. so it was really cool to be a part of like the first people yes. that that experience this especially like this ride doesn't officially open until what is it june 10th yeah. i think which will we will air this on june 10th so yeah we're writing this a whole month and a couple of days right before this is even open so that's kind of like unheard of you know like usually if there are any previews it'll be like right before the ride opens Mm, not like a whole month before so it was really kind of special to be able to experience this i feel like a camaraderie with all these random strangers as we got off the ride of just like oh my gosh that was amazing whoa i feel a little dizzy like i feel disoriented but like in the best way possible like this wasn't day yeah. ruining disoriented <laughs> was like i couldn't stop smiling but i also like couldn't feel my legs like <laughs> i i like forgot how to walk like my legs felt like jello yeah. but um but there's a reason to that too yeah i think i was just in shock i think my body was just like in shock i was like what just happened like did i really just do that so many emotions were like running through me at that point but yeah it was cool so cool so fun and as we're like you know we exited down the stairs and we come back and again my mom was in the family room we're like mom mom that was crazy we went upside down and we're we're like just little kids just like yeah can't believe what we just did even though she she saw the track she knew what we were doing and she was like yeah i'm glad i didn't do that but it was very smooth it It was was very smooth but i think the overall who would you recommend to ride this obviously roller coaster junkies will like love this like if roller coasters are your thing then you're absolutely gonna want to ride this uh definitely jurassic park jurassic world fans will love this ride should you do you think they should watch the movies beforehand I mean, I don't think it's necessary, but mm. I think it's definitely like helpful or will help you like appreciate the ride a little bit more. Mm. I, I think like my overall takeaway was that I love raptors. <laughs> yes, I love dinosaurs. <laughs> raptors are awesome. Raptors are cool. I just felt like it was just a really good coaster. That is like the 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 main like sentence. It's just a really good coaster because there wasn't really like any elements of the coaster that made me feel like super immersed in it. Like I would say the queue yeah. the queue is more immersive than mm-hmm. the actual like attraction itself. Oh, definitely. Um and I like that my mom got to go through the queue with us. That was right. nice. So instead of like trying to describe it to her, she got to see it for herself and I agree with you a thousand percent on that. Yeah. So I think the queue is definitely more immersive than the coaster itself, but that's not to take away from the fact that I think it's a very like well-designed coaster. coaster. Yeah. And it's very unique and has its own little quirks and touches and everything. Again, like bear rolling over water. Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> like, yeah, I agree with everything Raquel says. We have done a lot of rides and theme parks together, and this is definitely up there. We do have other favorites, but this is definitely up there. Like new rides don't come up that often. So it was great to do it with a friend. 
Absolutely. That, that made it. So thank you for texting me to get my <laughs> <laughs> annual pass reservation. Thank you for giving me the courage when I was walking up the stairs. I was like, you got it. We got it. You can hold my hand. But if you're leaving, I'm not going with you. <laughs> but I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. And Raquel, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me, Morgan. Hey guys, it's me, Morgan. I am here right now, a month after us recording. So I have ridden Velocicoaster way too many times. Since the annual pass holder previews, a couple of days later, they actually left it open to the public for almost the entire month till the day before it opened. They were still in technical rehearsals, so the ride wasn't technically open. And each week I noticed something different that they added to the queue. But I want to talk specifically about a magical moment that I had maybe somewhere in between the ninth and 10th time and also share with you guys my celebratory 20th time and what I did. So I actually have been going to Universal almost every weekend, either Friday or Saturday or Saturday or Sunday. And I will just tell you, I am quite tired. It is a lot going to theme parks and it definitely takes a lot out of you, but it was so fun. And each time I had to do Velocicoaster at least more than once. So on one of the times I was chatting with a friend and I was showing him all of the cool things that happened in the queue. As we were staring at the Velocicoaster going by through the queue and you can see the Velociraptors through a screen chase them out of the paddock, someone in front of me overheard me talking and he actually knew a ton about Velocicoaster, mainly because he actually just got off his shift from working at Velocicoaster. He told me that there is six different loop sequences that you could get for watching the coaster go by and the Velociraptors chasing right after them. And these screens were actually digital. And there was a little nod to the project number somewhere hidden in one of the windows. So be sure to look out for that. I was so excited to talk to him and just ask him a million questions. And I was so happy that he just at least put up with this crazy theme park loving girl in line. As we go through the queue and seeing things that I've already seen plenty of times before at this point, he explains to me more in detail of what's going on around me. When you get in the room with the velociraptors around you, there's one on your right and one on your left. He explained to me that Delta is on the right and Echo is on the left. And also that Delta is a lot more rambunctious and feisty. So she typically shakes a lot more and rattles her cage, which I think is so cool and such a neat effect. So after we put our stuff in the lockers and went up to the pre-show room, he was explaining so much more in detail of what was going on around us and part of the pre-show. I personally wanted to know if they recorded the pre-show at Universal here in Orlando, but sadly, it was actually recorded in Hollywood, which totally makes sense for those actors probably living in that area and it being a lot more convenient to do it in Hollywood. And I totally forgot to mention, at this point, we're writing it at night. And the pre-show actually changes to be a nighttime scene of the Velocicoaster at night with Claire Deeran and Owen Grady doing their pre-show reel. At one point in the pre-show, though, be sure to pay attention to Chris Pratt's character, Owen Grady, asking us writers to sign a waiver. And Claire is like, no, that's not necessary. 
look for in the cages later on in the queue for the personal injury release form waivers. I haven't gotten to stand in front of it for long enough to actually read the whole thing, but one day I totally want to because I just think that's such a clever nod. Also, I should recommend watching Jurassic World before riding this ride. Even though my new friends said that this ride actually takes place before the first movie, watching the first movie is a very good refresher to other elements that happen. As we're waiting in line talking to our new friend, he asked if we were in front row ever. I said no, I was just more excited to get on the ride. He convinced us to do it and so we waited the extra 10 or 20 minutes to wait for the front row. Now, you guys know that I've been to a ton of theme parks, both Disney, Universal, International, and other random theme parks, and I've ridden my fair share of coasters. And usually, I don't get nervous before going on rides. I'm very brave, and I've seen crazy cool technologies. I just get more excited than anything. But sitting in the front row for the first time on Velocicoaster, a ride that I've already ridden nine times at this point, I got nervous. I got so anxious, but in the best way possible. I have never been nervous, excited in such a long time. And we haven't even left the loading platform yet. I'm freaking out verbally and I'm just like, oh my goodness. We leave the loading platform. We make a left into the Raptor paddock and the coaster starts to rev up. At this point, I am so nervous, excited. I'm literally squealing like a little girl. After the whole coaster and doing things at night, it was the most incredible experience I'd ever had. And since that time, I've actually ridden it in the front row during the day. And myself and other people around me said that, yes, riding the front row is the best. So if the line isn't too terribly long, try to get the front row if you can. Overall, I have ridden Velocicoaster now 20 times. So going almost every weekend to ride a Velocicoaster, just a little bit, a couple more times here and there. So Sunday, a couple days before Velocicoaster opening, I hit 18 times riding Velocicoaster. Well, Tuesday, I just happened to be in the area of Universal and I asked the friend I was with, hey, should I just go and ride Velocicoaster two more times just to hit the 20 before the ride officially opens? And she was like, of course, absolutely. You're right there. So what I did, I did a solo trip and my only mission was to ride Velocicoaster two more times to hit that 20. So I ride it the first time and it was great. I rode probably row six and it was wonderful. And then before I went on my 20th time, I went to guest relations and asked for an I'm celebrating button. And they asked, oh, what are you celebrating? And they typically write what you're celebrating on the button. And I said, I'm about to go ride Velocicoaster for my 20th time. It took me a whole month to do it, but I did it before the official opening date on June 10th. The team member was so excited for me and wrote very beautifully 20th time on Velocicoaster. I had to do one more thing before going on Velocicoaster for the very last time. I had to go see Blue. So I waited in line and there was actually a little bit of technical difficulties and I actually got a little bit sunburnt um, waiting in that line because there isn't much shade and covering. But as I see multiple families go ahead of me to meet Blue, take their picture and then scurry away quickly. I wanted to take just a little bit longer with Blue because I absolutely love dinosaurs and I'm so excited to tell her what I was about to do. So I go up and I have my camera recording and I say, I just want to come see Blue before I ride Velocicoaster for the 20th time. 
naturally this raptor expert was like, well, we hope we can get you on the 20th time knowing that there is a live dinosaur right behind me. I take my picture blue posed in the cutest little way with the cutest little head tilt. And I took my picture and was on my way to my 20th time. As I walked up to the queue, the team members were reading my button like, whoa, 20th time? I haven't even ridden it 20 times and they work there. So that was just extra motivation and anybody that made a comment about my button, I was just stood a little taller and a little prouder that, hey, I was about to ride it for my 20th time. And as I'm walking up, a team member asked me, oh, well, since it's your 20th time, are you going to sit front row? And I know how good the front row is. So I was like, oh, that's a great idea. I didn't even think about that. By the time I got up to the loading platform where they div you to your e-tro, I asked very politely, hey, can I go and wait in the front row line? And there was only one person ahead of me. So it wasn't even a bad wait. I just had to wait for two cars ahead of me. So I get in the front row. I get my very favorite side on the right side. And it was so much fun. I walked out of there with the biggest smile on my face, knowing what I accomplished. And I walked all the way back to my car and went home for the day. <laughs> I have to say, Velocicoaster is an amazing attraction. And I highly recommend it to anybody who likes dinosaurs and likes thrill rides. If you're not tall enough or a little bit scared about going upside down, but you have family or friends that want to go on the ride, Raquel and I probably already talked about it, but I highly recommend going through the queue with them and seeing all of the cool stuff that is happening in the queue. I also want to thank Raquel for coming on the show and getting to experience it with her. And also I need to inform you that my mom, at the time of the recording, she didn't go on, but a couple days later we convinced her to go on as well and she did it. So <laughs> there's that for you. But now onto some listener stories from other people that got to experience Velocicoaster. stories that you the fan sent in if you would like to submit your story to be read on the just some magic podcast please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic tab this next story is from shelby over the past few months of the pandemic i've been struggling to return to normal namely crowds This isn't like me at all. I used to be fine waiting in two to three hour lines, but since the parks have started reopening more, I've had a massive panic attack anytime I want to ride any of my favorite rides. It makes especially hard at Universal, who through most of the pandemic has pushed safety restrictions far more than Disney ever did. And as a huge dinosaur and Jurassic Park fan, I knew if I didn't do something, I wouldn't be able to see Velocicoaster. So I took a Friday off work and spent the entire day strategizing getting up the nerve to ride Velocicoaster. The team members were amazing and explained the entire queue and the wait times in each section for me. I had two of my best friends with me to keep me calm. I just kept telling myself I'm going to ride a roller coaster with my dino babies. I cried in the queue a couple of times, mainly at seeing the girls muzzled up along the wall. It was amazing. My legs were basically jello by the time we got to the loading platform, but once I got the lap bar over me, I felt more excited than anxious. From the launch to the barrel roll over the water, I was thrilled. Absolutely pure joy. 
Hagrid's is a great coaster, but for me, Velocicoaster encapsulates my lifelong obsession with dinos and my love of roller coasters. It's perfect. This next story is actually from my mom, who talks about her experience with Velocicoaster. Early May 2021, I was visiting my daughter Morgan, <laughs> me, in Florida. Because she was a Universal Seasons pass holder, she was able to get a reservation for the ride of Velocicoaster as part of a soft opening before the grand opening on June 10th. I was not able to ride because I'm not a season pass holder, but they allowed me to walk through the queue. I enjoyed the lighting on the ceilings, the bronze velociraptor statue, and the raptors chasing the coaster, and the very realistic raptor animatronic. I waited in the kids' swap area while Morgan and her friend rode the coaster. It was exciting to hear them talk about the ride. Later in the week, we returned to Universal. Unbeknownst to us, the Velocicoaster was open for everyone. Morgan's brother flew in for a few days to join us, and they ran over to get in line for the coaster. Their excitement and encouragement made me interested in possibly riding it. I like roller coasters, but the Velocicoaster was in a league of its own. It's quick turns, extreme speeds, and steep drops, and the amount of upside down time over the water was terrifying. The kids wanted to do it at night, so I decided to bond with my kids and ride it too. I have to say it was a good thing it was in the dark, so I couldn't see what was coming next. The kids asked me if I liked it, and I said, I'm glad I did it once, but I'm never going to do it again. I'm glad I could experience it with my kids. They know their mom can still hang with them. And yes, she still can. She is a trooper and I loved writing that with her. actually comes from my little brother and his experience with Velocicoaster. During a recent visit, I got to go on Velocicoaster before the grand opening. It was a great surprise. I really enjoyed coasters since I was six years old. I was tall for my age, which allowed me to meet the height requirements. The Velocicoaster queue was so cool. The Velociraptor animatronic was very lifelike. I like the fact that the seat restraints came over your head, but only went across your lap. This made the ride even more thrilling, especially when I was upside down. Be sure to hang on tight. The day went so well that we were able to ride it several times, including at night. Be sure you do both. It was so exhilarating. listener story is also about his experience at Velocicoaster. I haven't been to Universal in three years and after seeing all the new attractions my favorite ride of all is Velocicoaster. The technology and animation behind the coaster is impeccable. After going on it twice the best experience was front row at night. Not being able to see the track and the upcoming twist and turns set the whole thrill bar to a whole new level. I could go on and on about describing this coaster, but you need to go experience this for yourself, even if it does take 70 minutes to wait. It's well worth it. I hope you guys enjoyed all of those listener stories, Raquel's story, and my couple of magical moments with Velocicoaster. And if you did enjoy the show, please do us a huge favor by going to Apple Podcasts to leave us a review. It truly helps this podcast out and new people discover us. 
Again, we have episodes every Monday and Thursday, so be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. And lastly, if you have a magical moment that you would like to share, please go to justsomemagic.com and click on the share your magic button. I can't wait to read all of your stories, but until next time, bye. Bye.